This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Okay, Top Tribe, this week's winner of the 100 bucks is Daniel Al-Sudini. He's based overseas. He's an employee at a current company and can't wait to break free. For your chance to win 100 bucks, Top Tribe, simply subscribe to the podcast now and then text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. Again, text the word Nathan to 33444 to prove that you did it. I give away 100 bucks every Monday. Coming up tomorrow morning, Top Tribe, you're going to hear from Fizan Ali. He's 26 and is managing $8.4 bucks in ad spend with his business, AdSend Media. Okay, Top Tribe, good morning to everyone. I hope you're having a great jog or commute into work, and you're going to really enjoy our guest this morning. His name is Lane Campbell, and he's a serial entrepreneur. By the time he was 25, he had managed IT for companies that cumulatively did $300 million in revenue. By the time he was 30, he had sold five companies. Folks, it's going to be a good one. Lane, are you ready to take us to the top? Absolutely. Let's do this. Okay, so first things first, just name the name of the company and the exit price of the five companies you sold before 30. Oh, well, I, I can't disclose all the exit prices, but, but I can say the five companies. First one uh, that I sold was named ZigZap. It was a telecom. Second one uh, and the third one shared the same name, separate entities, but the brand remained with me after the first sale. Uh, first was a, an IT services business called Centris. Second was an IT sta- a staffing business called Centris as well. A little confusion there. Uh, then I, I exited Rescue, a uh, cloud backup service, and Manhattan Digest, an online publication. And to avoid you breaking any non-disclosures with any one of those exits, if you just summed up the cumulative total of all of those exits, was it would you exits? Would you say it was more or less than call it ten million bucks? Uh, it was less than ten million bucks. Okay, less than ten million bucks. So when did you get? When did you get? Would you consider your first big win after thirty? Well, I, I'm thirty. <laughs> okay. You, okay. You, so it says by 30, you'd sold five companies. That's what you, that's what you pointed to me. I didn't realize you are 30 right now. So what are you working on today? Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm actually advising a couple different companies. One's a gov tech company trying to change how, how lobbying is performed, uh, giving citizens a little more power in the process. Uh, right now, I'm sure everybody hears in the news that lobbyists get uh, a lot of flack. They're, they're hired to go and talk to politicians. In reality, we want the politicians to hear us but the politicians can't possibly filter out all the noise. Uh, so what this company does is accumulate a database of staff and then allow for special interest groups that we all care about anyway to sponsor our conversations with, with these staffers, with these people. Uh, it's called Fast Advocate, and uh, it does through through a mobile approach. It's pretty neat. The other one's a med tech company uh, that's helping change how clinical trials are conducted. Uh, anybody who's familiar with this process knows it's expensive. Most clinical trials don't result uh, in uh, there, there's an excess of 80 percent waste in in uh, funding of clinical trials today. And yet this is life saving research. This is the stuff that needs to be uh, structured, needs to have reproducible uh, research as part of it. And, and that's what this platform tries to solve. So what is your main focus right now? You've got your toes in a lot of things. You know, it's uh, it was as of last year focused 100 percent on a recruiting startup. 
have I'm hoping to bring that back here called June, like the month of June. Okay. And then uh, basically we're we're bringing together a few new ideas on that. It's on hold while we do that. And uh, I hope to relaunch that later this year. So is that, I mean, literally when you hang up with this interview, you're going to go back to working on getting June relaunched. That's the plan. (laughs) Okay. Well, uh, so what about like view ventures? Uh, I help them out as their CTO. It's uh, it's a venture fund here in Chicago. They're doing great early stage stuff. And uh, I, I sort of assess the technical aspects of deals. Uh, I'm, I'm not one of the principals there, just just one of the officers and help them out. Okay. So let me, let me ask this uh, kind of a different way. Cause you seemed hesitant on, on, on kind of what you're doing with June or you kind of laughed when I asked that, how are you making like currently, let's just call it in January, 25th, 2016, what was your number one income stream? Which business? So I have a, a side stream of income called Creately, And this is uh, something I do to help uh, just other companies grow. Uh, basically I call it revenue optimization engineering. Uh, for, you know, Fritz, for example, I give him some tips. Uh, there's companies I advise in New York, companies in Silicon Valley, companies in Texas. Uh, a basic idea is, you know, you're, you're, you're doing something that works today, but uh, you may be classifying what you, what you do mm-hmm. and what's working today incorrectly from a growth perspective. And uh, I take a look at, at your existing revenue. I can help you establish new, new streams of it off of the same things that are already working today. Okay. So, so let's, uh, let's dive into one example of one of these. Well, what does the average kind of company pay you to consult with them? So it, it really depends on the size of the organization. Typically it's, you know, around between 20 and $40,000 to have me come in and do this. This isn't your earliest stage business. Uh-huh. Uh, and, and the idea is, uh, I, from what I've seen out there, from all my, my business dealings, I, I built two pillars of sales. There's the pillar of trust and the pillar of value. 95% of the, of the actual uh, deal that's going to close is based upon the, the trust relationship that you build with, with a potential client or partner. Uh, and from, from my experience, the faster you can build a trust relationship, the faster you can deal, close a deal. Because the value proposition is it's important. And, and the only time that a value proposition becomes more important than the trust relationship is when they've hit a pain point. We'll call it like the migraine point where you absolutely have to fix this problem and trust isn't as important anymore. But most of the time deals happen on the trust relationship before the value proposition. So if you can find a way to leverage existing trust relationships, you can grow your business more expeditiously than if you try to build them yourself. So let's talk specifically maybe about what you did for Fritz because the top tribe just heard from Fritz in yesterday's episode. He's doing about 2.5 million bucks at his agency out cold. He's got about 11 employees full-time and about 400 part-time employees or contractors around the country. So Lane, Fritz pays you somewhere between 40 and 50 grand. What do you, what did you specifically do for him? Was it something with the cargo containers or what? Well, so Fritz and I haven't entered into an agreement to work together. Uh, what I've done is give him some tips and he's going to run with them himself, but he told me, uh, basically, you know, it, it, he expects to add over one and a half million in revenue with some of the tips. And the idea is, uh, you know, some of the people you're working with today, you classify as a client or really a partner. And every partner you bring on should bring on multiple clients. So if you structure a program around treating your the, the revenue streams appropriately, and these are sometimes called channel programs, indirect sales programs. Uh, there's something incentivizing that partner for bringing you deal flow in the first place. If you can figure out what it is and you can replicate it with other partners, you're going to grow much more quickly. So, okay, let's focus on one that did pay you. What, what was the last customer that did pay you? Yeah, so like I'll, I'll use an example of a publishing company, and they're, they're sort of uh, an old brand 
Uh, but as we all know, publishing is sort of a unique, um, what's the brand industry. lane. So, so I, I, again, non-disclosure, I don't want them to, oh, okay. okay. You know, but, but I'll tell you this over four decades of experience in this case, they've, uh, uh, they, they've been around, everyone knows who they are. And they're one of the problems that they're trying to solve is, uh, you know, the decline of sales year over year, uh, they've been losing 5% year over year when, when relatively the publishing industry as a whole has sort of, uh, figured out that they've, the decline has stopped and, and now there's, there's an opportunity to grow again, but they weren't. And so what I think they're going to do this year is post a 20% growth based entirely on the fact that, uh, there are programs that were using their niche publication for education and they didn't even realize it. Right. And so by furthering those relationships, by building more curriculum around what they were doing, this is uh, going to, this is going to help be a huge boon to their business. Okay. So this creativity, uh, it's called creatively business, uh, this business, creatively, creatively, sorry. In in 2015, how much total revenue did you do as that side stream of income through that business? Oh, I probably have half million. I'd say, honestly, it's a, it's, it's a side business. Okay. So what you keep saying side business, but uh, you said, you said this is your main income stream. Yeah. Well, I, I've been living off the proceeds of the sales of the other businesses. Okay, so in terms of your time, is most of your time going towards June then? Yeah, most of my time has been spent on June and advising the other startups. Creative has okay. been very side. I, I take one to two weeks a month, uh, like in 40 to 80 hours, which to me is like a part-time job. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so tell us more then, if June's kind of going to be your baby, tell us more about what it does. Sure, so the basic idea came to me when I owned the IT staffing firm, but... Uh, you know, it's it's very difficult today to recruit top talent into your organization, especially top technical talent. And uh, when I was calling these people, recruiting them for other companies, they wouldn't return my phone calls. You know, they're happy, they're well paid, they have interesting work. So I tried something crazy. I said, you know, what if I paid you a little bit of money? Uh, and and they said, uh, uh, you know, great, yeah, okay. And and to me, you know, I got the guy on the phone. You know, twenty bucks, fifty bucks. It wasn't, you know, incredibly expensive to do this. And then I realized. You know, paying somebody 20 bucks, 50 bucks for a phone call is significantly cheaper than advertising with job boards than paying for uh, somebody to sit in a chair and make phone calls all day. So in a nutshell, June uh, was this platform where where we could get people to sign up uh, and then sell their time to recruiters to pay them. And uh, we were up between August and November. Uh, We we did not resonate. Yeah, we, we didn't resonate with the technical community that we were as as much as we had hoped to. Uh, and that caused some fragmentation on our end that we're we're putting back together the platform and getting things back up. So uh, we have some great new partnerships that we're we're going to be announcing this year, and uh, that's that should help us a lot with our our growth. And um, so usually, I mean, literally, the customer acquisition model is pay the executive who's really happy at another company that you really want to recruit. Just pay them fifty bucks for ten minutes of their time because you're trusting that when you get them on the call, you're going to be able to close the deal. You know, it's not just uh, it's not just executives. It's it's really anybody from junior level programmers, anyone. We found that the cost of hiring somebody for a sixty thousand dollars, sorry, eighty thousand dollar year job in this country had ballooned to twenty six thousand dollars in cost before they trained them. Uh, and that you know, over half the jobs we found in our research in this country are filled with recruiters. And you know, the, yet the average tenure for a millennial is three years. And so the the cost keeps going up to hire. But the tenure keeps going down and, and something's got to give here. And employers right now are, are flush with some cash and they're spending it. But but something's got to give. And that, that's where we see June as really being 
a change agent for this. First, it brings accountability to the process. You get to rate your recruiter. And the second piece is, you know, it, it also allows you to, uh, to, to get something out of the process of, of uh, interviews. You know, there's, there's very little in there for the candidate if the job doesn't go through and candidates feel frustrated with that. And how will June make money? June takes a, a cut of every call. So we take a 30% marketplace fee. Oh, got it. You're not. So you're you are just you're a marketplace. You're connecting the recruiters and saying, hey, we have these people willing to take your call because you're paying them. Yep. OK. And are you is, is that fifty dollars per call sitting on your kind of cash outflows each month or are you making the recruiter pay that? The recruiters pay it. And the recruiters, just like you would go on Amazon and buy a USB cable, can search for uh, skill in a location, match with candidates and then pay them to offer them a job over the phone. Uh, they, they get connected through our system. We re- record the calls. So if the recruiters claim that the candidate isn't who they say they are, we refund the recruiter. We don't vet the candidates really before they join. We do sort of a preliminary vet, but you know, obviously we can't phone interview everybody sure. for $50 calls. So uh, we just sort of look them up, make sure that they're legit. So you're taking in. a cut of the 50 bucks. Absolutely. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. And that you think that's probably a better, a better option than trying to figure out how to get, you know, you know, 20% of first year salary. You know, it's a different business model entirely. Right. And that's, that's where we struggle. Like when we were up the first time, our big problem was we couldn't afford to advertise to candidates because we don't, we don't make the money that a staffing company makes. Right. So uh, we, we have to rely on this, this business being attractive enough to people that they want to get paid for phone calls and then we know we'll be in a, in a good position. Yep. Yep. Okay, great. Well, Lane, we're about to get into my favorite part of the show. Before we do though, if people want to connect with you personally online, where can they do that? Uh, you can check me out lanecampbell.com. It's got my email. I am at lane.ninja on there and uh, you can reach out to me. Okay, Top Tribe, do not forget your chance to win a hundred bucks right here on the podcast every Monday. It's very simple. You just subscribe to the show on iTunes. And then once you've done that, text me to prove that you've done it. My number is 703-431-2709. Subscribe now and text me to enter. 703-431-2709. Okay, Top Tribe, I have to tell you, many people go, Nathan, you came out of nowhere. Your website's growing so fast. How'd you do it? The answer is simple. So I use HostGator. I don't know if you guys know that, but I use HostGator. And the reason I do, they have like about 4,500 free templates I can use because I don't code. They've got a great e-commerce plugin. And guys, I bug the heck out of their support. They've got 24-7 support, which I love. So what I've done is I've worked with them. You guys know I make great deals. If you go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, you can sign up, get your own domain for 30% off and a 45-day money-back guarantee. Okay, again, I make great deals deals for you guys. Go to hostgator.com forward slash Nathan to grab that now. Top tribe. There you have it. All right, Lane, we're going to get into my favorite part of the show now. Do you know what time it is? No. Come on, man. It's time for the famous five. Are you ready? All right. All right. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, The hard thing about hard things. Ben Horowitz. I love that one. There was a chapter title that was, I believe, if you're going to eat shit, don't nibble. (laughs) <laughs> that was my favorite. All right. Number two, Lane, is there a CEO that you're following or studying right now? Oh, close, closely right now. Probably be uh, Zuckerberg. Somebody I've always followed and tried to learn more about. Great. Number three, is there a favorite online tool you have like Evernote? Slack. Yep. Number four. What, uh, what's your situation, Lane? Are you married, single? Do you have kids? I'm engaged. Oh, congratulations. 
That's exciting. Thanks. Okay, so here's my question. You're again, you're building a startup, you're doing consulting work, you're 30 years old, you're engaged. Yes or no? Are you getting 8 hours of sleep every night? No. <laughs> How much do you get? Uh, well, on a good night, I'll sleep six hours. Okay. All right. Not so, not horrible. All right. Last question, Lane, take us back 10 years. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Uh, I was in school for computer engineering at the time. And I, I, it would be another, uh, year or so before I'd, I'd run the, the phone business full time and I'd, I'd never finished my degree. So I'd say, yeah, just leave a year early. Leave a year, <laughs> leave a year early. Top tribe, there you have it from Lane. He's doing five hundred grand per year, just consulting on the side as a second stream, and he's about to really jump into the recruiting space with the relaunch of June, his marketplace for recruiting. Lane, thank you for taking us to the top. Yeah, thank you. If you guys liked Lane's interview today, go back right now and listen to Fritz from yesterday. Fritz's action marketing agency did 2.5 million last year alone. Top Tribe, I love giving away free money. I feel like Oprah giving away cars and I have something special for you today. How many of you have heard our super sharp guests talk about success they've had with Facebook and Google ads? Well, all of you listening right now, yes, if you're listening, you get $100 in free AdWords. Here's how you get it, okay? Again, thanks for listening. Get the free $100 from Google, right, when you sign up with my website host provider, HostGator. Go sign up now to get your free money, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Again, that's hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Okay, Top Tribe, I'll see you bright and early tomorrow morning. And don't forget, before you listen to any other episodes, subscribe on iTunes right now for your chance to win 100 bucks every Monday. 